Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Today's episode, Guy, I want to talk about resilience. I want to kind of go through what it is and then also elaborate on the three different levels. And this will hopefully give you an understanding and a bit of a framework about what it is, how you develop it, and then giving you a chance to figure out which level of resilience are you currently sitting at. Now, there is a quote that really basically exemplifies resilience. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. This is something that I've known about this concept for many, many years. But when you actually take the time to think about the quote itself and what it actually means, it gives you a chance to reflect on how how well you're actually doing right now. And there's been a number of times this year or just throughout my life where I've kind of looked at this quote and I've thought, yeah, I've kind of let myself slip, kind of sliding and I need to pull myself back on the path. And this is where people need to start connecting the dots between your expectations. You need to establish the difference between your expectations where you think you are actually capable of performing, so your perception of what you think you may or may not be able to do, versus what you are actually capable of doing right now. So there's a lot of different ways that we can kind of give examples about you know your level. If you had to go and run 10Ks, if I said right now, go and chuck some shoes on, go run 10Ks, would you be able to do it? Yes or no? If you had to do a two times bodyweight deadlift or a one and a half time bodyweight squat, would you be able to do it? Or let's break it down to something more simple. Let's say, could you do five push-ups? Could you do a chin-up? If you had a flat tire, would you be able to fix that flat tire? Or would you be scrambling and think like you're stranded and oh shit, my world has just gone upside down. So resilience is your ability to deal with, manage, overcome adversity, challenge, dealing with problems. It's all of these things. But it comes down to your level of training and your level of preparedness. And this is why it's so important that you work on developing your body and your mind every single week. If you're working on your mindset, it actually needs to be daily. It needs to be more frequently because your actions are derived from your thoughts. So if you're thinking negative thoughts or if you're thinking, woe is me, or you're just in a negative headspace, your actions are then going to be reflective of that thought process. This is where most people, they live each day hoping and praying to God that they don't get tested, whether it be physically or some form of mental challenge. And every single day that you go by and that you do go through the day untested, you get a little bit weaker. But you tell yourself a story that you don't need to train or you don't need to be mindful of what you're eating and that you don't need to prepare for the worst case scenario because it won't happen to you. 
That is delusional thinking. It will happen to you. But let me say, if that day ever did come, your worst nightmare, where shit hit the fan and your life felt like it was crumbling around you, whether you lost your job, whether somebody nearby died, whether you broke a limb, whatever happened, if that day ever arrived, you would be absolutely screwed. Because most people's level of preparedness is far below the level and the standard that they actually need to thrive, not survive, but to thrive when hard times come. And 2020, this year, has proven that in spades. It's, it's shown, it has highlighted just how weak and fragile people are. COVID has decimated businesses. It has destroyed people's lives. But one of the things that hasn't really got talked about, which I think is interesting, is this year, it has shown who you are when the layers of comfort get stripped away. It shows who you are, what you're about, and what level of conditioning, both mentally and physically, you have. So when shit hit the fan this year, when cities started locking themselves down, when countries closed the borders, how did you react? Because I know the majority of people curled up in a little ball wondering, why me? Well, first of all, there's 7 billion people on this planet. It didn't just happen to you. It happened to fucking all of us. But I know that most people curled up and their initial thought was, why me? What did I do to deserve this? I'm a good person. Why is COVID affecting me? Here's the deal. Life doesn't give a shit. Life is neutral. That's why good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And shit has happened and will continue to happen until the end of time. That's just the way it is. That is what is known as reality. A serious life event like the coronavirus did nothing more than reveal who you are deep down. Think about that for a moment. Who are you deep down? When the curtains are pulled away, when the spotlight is on you, when everybody's there watching, there's no restrictions, there's nowhere to fucking hide, it showed who you are. Some people chose to sit on the couch and collect their government money from JobKeeper or JobSeeker and all of these initiatives. Some people chose to you know, sit on that same couch, feet up, order food and drink booze because the bottle, shop, uh, the bottle shops were open and classed as essential. Because, yeah, everybody needs to drink piss, don't they? That right there, that's, that's a whole story entirely, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But these are, these are all choices. Whether you drink or you don't drink, these are all options. And some people chose certain options. And then a select few people chose different options. Some people chose to stay comfortable, to stay in their safe space and just hope and curl up and wait for the storm to pass and just cross their heart that everything turns out okay. And other people, including myself, chose to use that 
shitfest that fucking pandemic as an opportunity for growth. Even the language I'm using there. Did I understand the severity of what was happening? Yes and no. I've never experienced a pandemic. I'd never experienced countries closing their borders. I'd never experienced not being able to run my business the way that I'd run it for the last few years. But I had to adapt. I had to figure out a way to adapt and overcome. Like I said, it was an opportunity. I chose to look at the situation from a whole and I realized I cannot control the coronavirus. Me as one individual, I can't control the outcome of the coronavirus. But what I can control are my actions, my decisions, and my choices. And that's what I chose to do. And I know a lot of people did as well. It's not, it's not, a, it's not the majority, it's the minority. It's a select few people chose that path of discomfort for growth, for betterment. So in March, when all of this was going down, I started a mental toughness program. I started on the path of 75 hard. I finally pulled the trigger that I've been dragging my feet on for so long, which is starting this podcast you are now listening to. And I evolved my business. I had to figure out a new way to keep the show and keep everything from rolling on. I had to keep that momentum going. And that's what I try to instill in the, the clients that I work with is, hey, we can't control the coronavirus, but hey, I can still write you a program. I can loan you some gear for a few months and you can still get stronger. You can still get fitter. And not every one of my coaching clients chose to do that. I had a few people who said, ah, you know, working on Zoom, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. They chose not to do anything. They actually chose to sit down and take three months off, a hiatus. And that's fine, each to their own. But I know there are a few people who were like, yep, fuck yeah, let's do it. I need something to keep me grounded. I need something to keep me on the path. I need something to help me actually improve in these tumultuous times. In COVID, it's coronavirus. Some people got dragged down to new lows, places they've never fucking been before. Never want to do experience. And a few people, they rose to new heights. They developed a new level of self-awareness, a new level of strength, a new level of resiliency. And it comes down to your mindset, your attitude, and the level of mental toughness that you have, mental fortitude. How do you deal with bad times? How do you deal with problems? Can, are you a problem solver? Or do you see the problem and fixate on the problem and on the problem only instead of finding a solution? How do I actually overcome it? How do I get past it? How do I solve it? Resiliency, how you deal with setbacks. So if you're still reeling from, from COVID, I can tell you right now, it's now late November 2020. If you're still reeling and you're still struggling from COVID, you are in a lot of trouble. If you are still thinking back to, oh, when's it ever going to end? You're still in the wrong fucking mindset. You need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and think about how you're actually going to get out of this. But not just get out of it and survive. You actually have to think bigger picture. More importantly, what do you plan to do moving forward so that you never have to experience another shock like this in your life. Because some people, this was like getting a fucking punch in the face. Someone standing two feet away from you and just cracking you in the skull. 
And some people are still getting punched in the face. They're still standing there, taking the punch, taking another punch, and thinking, oh, woe is me. Oh, it's still going on. Oh, I'm never going to be able to get past this. If that's your attitude, those punches are going to keep coming. Left, right, uppercut, hook. Maybe an elbow's going to get thrown in there. It's going to split your jaw open. Unless you actually get out of the way and start to think about, hey, how am I going to respond? How am I actually going to get out of the way of these fists and elbows coming at my face? So I want to talk about the three different levels of resilience. And this is where you can start putting yourself and identify just objectively. If, you, if you're currently in level one, that's fine. That's your starting point. That's where you are right now. We're dealing in fact, not fiction. Okay. Level one is unresilient. This means that you do not deal well with stress. You can't overcome obstacles and you buckle under pressure. This means you fail. When things go wrong, when things don't go according to plan, when you get thrown a curveball, you cannot deal with that stress. You cannot deal with those problems and you fail. That is what that is the capacity of an unresilient person. Level two is a they are classed as resilient. This means you can manage adversity and challenge when it arises, but you never go past your current level. It means that you just survive. So if we have a volume dial, it goes from one to 10. Let's say you perceive yourself to be operating at a 10 out of 10. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that actually to a four because you're not operating at ten out of ten. You're actually operating you're not operating at one hundred percent. You're actually operating at forty. I don't care what you say. You're actually operating at forty percent of your capacity right now. So let's say your operating system is set at forty percent. Life comes and smacks you around a bit, and it brings you down to a one. You have the ability to then push that back up to a four. So you can deal with that stress, that challenge that adversity, but you never go past the four. You just return back to where you started. That's it, you just survive. You survive that iteration of challenge. Then we have the level threes. This is high functioning resilience. So when things go wrong and chaos mounts, you can rise to the task and you actually exceed in every single capacity. So you are the type of person who thrives under stress. When problems mount, you're the person who puts their hand up and says, I wanna find a way, I wanna find a solution. When there's problems, there are two groups of people, well, there are three, because I just mentioned the three, but there's, this is what generally happens when problems are laid out in front of a group of people. Some people step back, they wanna hide in a corner, they want nothing to deal with the problem, they want nothing to do with it, they don't wanna deal with it. Then you have a few people who look at the problem closely, they analyze the facts of the situation, what's actually going on, they actually step forward. They go toward the problem because they know the quicker they start on addressing the issues of that problem, the quicker it goes away. They choose to take control of the situation. It's called being proactive. A situation has mounted. This has been put in front of you. Will you deal with it or will you not? 
Unresilient people don't deal with it. They fuck off. They go out the back. They curl up in a ball, cover themselves up, bury their head in the sand, and they want to pop their head out after it's all blown over, if they're still there to survive it. Oftentimes they don't. The highly functioning resilient people go towards the problem. They want to fix it. The resilient people wait a bit longer. They, they let the dust settle a little bit. And then they start seeing a little bit of progress happening and then they think, oh, maybe I'll come and just, uh, I'll apply a little bit of effort here and I'll see if I can make a, an impact. So they kind of do a little bit, but not enough. They don't apply themselves enough, either physically or mentally, to the point where they actually get better. They just return back to their natural state. You just survive. Hope that makes sense. Now I'm asking you, which level are you at? Which of those categories do you currently fall under? Are you an unresilient person? Are you a resilient person? Or are you somebody who has high functioning resilience? This next part is important. Listen to this carefully. These are not forever levels. These can be changed. You can go from level one to level two. You can go from level two to level three. But here is something that you may not have thought about. You can actually go backwards as well. You can go from a three to a two. And you can also go from a two to a one. It's a sliding scale on the same spectrum. If you're not actively pushing yourself up a level, you will either maintain, or if you take your foot too far off the gas, you will actually regress, you will go backwards. which comes down to small things like delayed gratification. So there is a test which was done many years ago. It's called the marshmallow test. And the basis of this marshmallow test was this. It was a bunch of kids and they were, they were given two options. They're just children at the time, but they were told you can either have one marshmallow right now, but if you wait, I think it was five minutes, if you wait five minutes, you can have two marshmallows. So the kid has a decision to make. Do I take instant gratification and take the one marshmallow and just have it there, get that immediate satisfaction? Mm, that was delicious. Or do they delay that instant gratification and pleasure and wait five minutes and get two, get double the reward just for waiting an extra few minutes? That's one way you can develop resilience. And you will be presented with so many chances and opportunities every fucking day to develop this skill. And it is a skill. Someone offers you a cake at work, a muffin, a croissant, whatever. Are you going to say yes and get that instant hit of sugar or fat, sweetness, that deliciousness? Mm, sure, it'll taste good right now. But what happens when it goes to your waist, and your hips, and your bingo wings, and you start gaining a few pounds or a few kilos because you start saying yes every single day? You get a bit weaker. You go from being resilient to unresilient. Or you can exercise a bit of discipline. And you can say, no, thank you, Karen. I don't want any lollies. I don't want any cakes, sweets, sugar in my coffee. Thank you. 
I'm actually working towards being a better human. I wanna be a stronger person. I'm actually trying to lose a bit of weight. Why? For my self-esteem, so I can look better, I'd feel better, so I can have a bit more self-respect. Again, it's an opportunity. If you look at it, if you view that as an opportunity to get better. So you can either get better or you can get worse. So that's how you can go up or down that scale on that spectrum. But I want you guys to start understanding that the right type of physical training and self-development that you do on a daily, on a weekly basis, it can harden your body and it can toughen your mind to deal with challenges that life will put in front of you. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Life doesn't care how well you are doing. You could be kicking ass. Life's gonna pro it's gonna put a challenge in front of you. You could be struggling. You could feel like you're drowning. You could feel like the world is falling on your head. Life doesn't care. It's gonna lump another problem in front of you. If you don't work on your physical body, it will atrophy. You will get fat. You will become unfit. If you do not work on self-development, reading books, taking cold showers, minding your nutrition. If you don't do these things, you're gonna go backwards. It's the way, that this, this is the way it works. Again, we're dealing in facts, not fiction. Consistent exposure is the key here though. You can't just do it once. So this is where people who haven't gone to the gym for a while, they think, all right, it's been too long. I'm gonna to go to the gym. I'm gonna absolutely go and flog myself. I'm gonna go and do a 90 minute or a two hour monster session. You do that, you wake up the next day, you feel like you've been hit by a bus. And you think, oh God, that was a mistake. I'll never do that ever again. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Doing something once isn't going to work. If you are sporadic with your training, if it's not regular, your body will never adapt to the new level of training. And again, this, this goes back to our level one, level two, level three. If all you do is the same routine over and over again, your body is just resilient. You have a certain level and you're staying at that level. This is what's called maintenance. I fucking hate the word maintenance. What's your goal, Harold? Oh, you know, I just want to maintain my health and fitness. Oh, if that's your attitude, it is only a matter of time before you start going backwards. Because as you get older, the metabolism slows. As you remain sedentary and you continue eating the same amount of foods, you will actually gain fat. So you have to have a growth mindset. You have to have a willingness to actually get better. Because if you don't, mark my words, you will go backwards. Again, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Your physical training needs to be hard. It needs to challenge you. Not to the point where you feel absolutely flogged, but to the point where you actually have to work for your reps, to a point that challenges you. That's the physical side of things, your training. But if you don't work on the mental side, if you don't work on self-development every single day, you will not upgrade your level of thinking. Your attitude will not change and you won't develop the skills to deal with current 
and future problems. This is why my bookshelf is growing by what seems to be almost the week. I basically buy books at a rate faster than I can read them. And some people might look at that and think, well, that's a waste of money. Then you haven't read any of them. I've, I've loaned out several books that I've never even read. But my hope is by the end of my lifetime, which I hope will be a very long time, many, many years from now, I'm hoping I would have read all of my books or at least a vast majority. If I don't get around to all of them, that's okay. I can pass them on to others, my children, whatever. But I'm reading from some of the smartest, most intelligent, wise people on the earth, people who have gone through much harder times than I have to give me a perspective of what that's like so that I don't have to go through that same experience to get a similar outcome. I read from ex-Navy SEALs who have been to war. I don't want to have to go to war to experience that. If I don't have to, if I can avoid it and still learn some of the fucking tools and the mindset and the thinking behind it that these people have, I want to do that. I'm learning about so many different things. Every single day, read 10 or more pages. That's pretty simple. If you don't have time for 10 minutes, uh, 10 pages a day, your priorities may need to be looked at. So, just to wrap this thing up and uh, give you something actionable to take away from this episode. Stop complaining. Stop moaning about life not being fair or how you would like it to be. That's a fantasy and it's an idealist mindset. Everybody wishes life was different in some way, shape or form, but it's not. Life is the way it is right now. You can't change how life is right now, but you can change your thinking, your attitude and your actions. Stop living in a fantasy world. There are no unicorns. There are no magical fairies. And life does not care what you want. Life is unmoved by what you want. Life is going to keep doing what life has continued to do. The weather will keep changing. There are four seasons and the weather will keep rotating. Maybe it'll change with global warming, but it's going to keep changing. Some days it'll be hot. Some days it'll be cold. Some days it'll be sunny. Some days it'll rain. The only thing that matters and what you can control is your mindset and how strong you are at not just dealing with and not just coping with challenge, but excelling, thriving when you are faced with a problem or challenge. Your level of preparedness for challenge will determine where you end up in life. And if you think you are immune to challenge or adversity, something's wrong with you upstairs. Should probably get that looked at. Stop wishing that life was easier and start wishing that you were stronger. Better yet, go and make it happen. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.